0: A big hi to all of my friends out here. This is Ashwat, working as a growth marketer for Amplus. In a podcast series, I'll be interacting with sales and marketing professionals globally and take a little peek into their journey which can help us to collaborate, learn and unlearn from each other's success stories. And for today's podcast, I have John, who is a digital marketing specialist. Hi, John.
1: Hi, Ashwat. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay.
0: Uh before getting into the podcast, uh, we would all love to know about you, your roles, and the company you
1: work for. Okay, uh, So I did my MBA from Badanasan Institute of Management. And then okay. I got a placement as a digital marketing specialist in MentiSync. To say about my company, we are like uh, one of the leading providers in data and application security. We have clients <laughs> all over the world, from North America and Europe mostly. and then. Hmm. Uh, like the clients are like uh, big banks and top airlines and Ivy League schools. So mm. we are into a uh, niche of cybersecurity which is in data and application security. So I'll be, you know, I'm handling, currently handling the website as well as the social media handles of the Mentis.
0: That's really interesting to know.
1: Uh, what are the typical
0: challenges that you face in digital marketing?
1: Okay. Uh, the challenges uh, we faced mostly com- revolves around uh, CRO. CRO basically stands for Conversion uh, Conversion Rate Optimization. Uh, mm-hmm. What we had is that uh, we know that uh, people were engaging through us uh, through the various campaigns, and then people were visiting our website. And then we didn't know for some reason people didn't convert. That's the typical challenge we faced in uh, every campaign. So mm-hmm. uh, we were uh, really didn't know the what are the basic Uh, elements which goes into CRO which uh, through which we can convert our uh, leads into customers. So that's the biggest challenge we faced and I think that's the biggest challenge most of the companies across the spectrum faces. Say for example because uh, the big brand uh, marketing ideas say for example creating a new illustration writing a new copy creating a new blog post Mm -hmm. or say, say for example getting new traffic in your website that is like I. It's fancy to say I got 10,000 visitors to the web page and then to say I converted two leads. If you don't convert any of your visitors and what's the use of all this traffic, right? So that's yeah. a major issue. I think all the industries are facing now and then mm. we should you know, put more effort into converting your visitors into uh, customers. That is the biggest trend we should focus on, say, for example, in the 2020 uh, the, uh, year or so. Mm uh like uh say there are some ways say for example uh, if your customer is visiting from developing country like india mostly he'll be accessing through the mobile phone and then yeah. if your uh, website is not optimized for the mobile and if mm. the, the speed and performance is not up to the mark he will he will close the website and move to other website because the market is rich and if you are playing in a competitive rich market you won't mm. be getting that uh customer one study found that one second delay in uh, website speed results mm. in seven percent loss in conversion. Say, for example, yeah. if you want hundred customers, you won't be getting that much, right? You'll be losing yeah. seven customers per se. So that mm. I think that is the major focus uh, for the year twenty twenty. Yeah. So
0: in recent days, uh, that's a recent update uh, from Google that uh, they have launched AMP uh, as a service, okay. where, where If you configure your website in AMP, right according to AMP guidelines, your website in mobile interface will load fast.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. But the problem is that uh, AMP is not uh, suitable for every market, I mean, every industry-specific website, I would say. It works best for, say, for example, if you have a news outlet, say Times of India, stuff like that. It loads really fast because it strips away all the HTML and uh, cache files as well. So, but uh, if you're say having, for example, specific needs, uh, wedding photography and stuff like that, you need mm-hmm. rich HTML files and then backend process like uh, interactive media to load, but mm-hmm. AMP strips away all that. But if you want quick conversion and quick leads, I think AMP is a really good way to go.
0: That's really interesting, no, John. Uh, what are the, uh, do you have a hack in digital marketing, so that it can be used by other people who are currently listening to this podcast.
1: Okay, uh, so I wouldn't say it's a hack per se, but then say for example, uh, you need some uh, say for example, if you want to know how the visitors are interacting with your website, and there are tools through which you can uh, track the, every interaction and everything they do with your website or mobile apps. Mm. But uh, so for example, if you're a growing company, you won't have that mm. marketing budget to uh, get those tools. Uh, yeah. So this is a hack or whatever you call it. Uh, mm. Go to the top website. Say for example, uh, Smartlook is a highly rated uh, tool in that space. And then mm. instead of paying for the particular need, uh, say for example, I need only uh, 100 visitors. I have only 100 visitors. How can I measure that? Don't think like that. Uh, go for the best tool these best tools will have a free version of that which Mm. will automatically cover more than your need and then Mm. if you uh, exceed that limit you have to pay for that but if you're a growing company if you're a sme i think uh, this technique will help you to get into the free service which will provide you the marketing intelligence you need but at no price or free cost of you
0: uh, That's a really interesting uh, technique which can be followed by all digital marketers or the startup people who have recently launched their website. That's really interesting to know. So uh, according to you, uh, what are all the sources that you follow regarding digital marketing so that you can stay updated on digital marketing stuff which is happening in that around? Mm -hmm.
1: I, I think I have two, three sources. I don't follow each and every thing because mm. uh, Google makes thousand algorithm changes every year. So it's difficult to stay in touch with that. Mm-hmm. But if you have the major sources which will cover entire spectrum, it will be good to have. Uh, I think Backlinko from Brian Dean is one of the mm. websites. I think I regularly check it. Their ultimate checklist are like a goldmine for every marketer. I think everyone should follow mm. that. And as well as uh, Ahrefs, uh, it's a backlink checking platform, and then they have these amazing blogs, which will help the SEO marketers to you know uh, rank their pages higher in the Google, as well as uh, Neil Patel, I think most of them will know Neil Patel, uh, yeah. he's like, uh, he makes big concepts and breaks down into small pieces and then makes everyone easily understandable. So these mm-hmm. are the three major blogs I check regularly, and other than that, I'll, if I have a specific uh, need, say for example, yes, your need, I'll go to search engine land and stuff like that. So basically, these are the three blocks I check regularly.
0: Okay, okay, sure. Uh, let's have some more conversation on digital marketing. For that, uh, let me share a slide with you. Sure. John, uh, this is the top seven areas of digital marketing. So we have seven elements over here. I would like to know your
1: take on each of these elements, John. Okay, got it. So first we have this content marketing. So yeah. content marketing, say for example, content, I think it becomes an under umbrella term for everything. Say for example, if you're writing email, what you write over there is a content, basically yeah. a copyright. So I think it becomes like an umbrella term. I mean, it should cover everything except web analytics per se. And uh, whatever you write, say, for example, uh, advertisement, whatever you write, it has to be copy and this copy should resonate well with your target audience. Say, for example, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't keep on talking about your uh, product. I have the best product. I have the best product. No, it doesn't work like that. You should understand what makes your customer tick, potential customer tick and then write a copy so that it conveys the benefits which your product provides and doesn't you know go too much into my product is the best it should focus on addressing the solution first and then uh, talking about the product next uh, that's yeah. a, uh, that's, a, that's a great approach. approach yeah yeah that's my view on content marketing and search engine optimization uh, so, recent, uh, re- recent studies uh, shows that uh, 63% of Google traffic is the top referral source for all the websites. Uh, mm-hmm. So, most of the websites get uh, traffic through Google. So you have to be nice to Google, that's the only way to do that. And then Google doesn't penalize you. Say for example, uh, I'll touch the next topic as well, if you're going for social media, most of the platforms, they want uh, you to pay for that because they reduce the organic reach if you're having 200 followers most probably you'll reach 60, 80 followers in one post but uh, because they want you to pay for so that you will promote your post more at the end of the day yeah. they, that platform need profit but uh, google does it in the opposite way they need the data they need people to engage in the google platform for that all the all that google is asking is that provide valuable content for the questions the uh, people ask people come to google with a question in mind how do you how do i do that how do i do seo how do i do content marketing so if hmm. you answer those questions in a meaningful valuable way to the consumers and then google will automatically boost your traffic say for example you you're in the third spot of uh, seo and your competition is in second spot if you're if the customer is paying visitor is paying more time in your site google will automatically promote you it doesn't penalize you that's the beauty about google i would say and seo hmm. and uh, as i touched on social media marketing it's more of like a it used to be the organic reach is very used to be very good but right now the uh, algorithm changes and uh, stuff like that promotes uh, organic plus you have to pay for the post to get engagement so that they'll also get money you'll also get the uh, visitors as well so yeah that, uh, so uh, if you take
0: social media marketing right uh, yeah. the facebook recently like what you said uh, it kills the organic reach the yeah. facebook reach was literally high during uh, 2010 or 2011 yeah. but yeah. if you consider posting now you won't yeah. get that reach as you got on the early days Excellent. so yeah what you said was absolutely right yeah um
1: next one is uh, your email marketing and most people call email marketing as dead because the rise of social media marketing, uh, mobile marketing and whatnot. But I believe email marketing is the best way to go, uh, not only for new customer, uh, relationship as well as engaging with the uh, old customer. Say, for example, if you're ordering through Sugi, you'll get an immediate confirmation in your mail. Do you, if email marketing yeah. is dead, uh, do you think it will happen? No. And uh, Swiggy and Zometo are doing awesome stuff in email marketing so that yeah. uh, they'll get the email uh, marketing is mainly now focused on retention of existing customers, not uh, purely for sending out cold mails as it, it, at, as it is used to happen previously. Like, previously used to get spam mails without any interest or stuff like that. Right. But right yeah. now I think uh, email marketing has changed itself to focus on customer retention as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. Digital advertising. I think it will go into PPC and as uh, most of the stuff, right? That's what you booked, right? So, yeah, yeah. OK, uh, advertisement through digital media. Uh, again, uh, market leader is Google. 90% of the ad revenue uh, is put into Google because uh, Google has, uh, what do you say, uh, less cost per click. CPC is very low because, uh, mm-hmm. say, for example, in uh, if you're in a competitive space, uh, it doesn't matter if you're a small company or a big company. If your ad copy is good, or uh, ad copy is good, uh, the quality score I'm saying, ad copy, as well as um, your uh, domain is not penalized by Google, you still have a chance to rank higher. And then if you rank higher in the advertisement, obviously you'll get more customers, right? If yeah. you're spending $10 to acquire one customer, which is worth $500, I think uh, PPC will continue to grow further and further. And next is followed by Facebook. Uh, Facebook, if you're in B2C, I think uh, uh, Facebook is a good platform to start for your digital advice. Hmm. Okay, mobile marketing. As I said earlier, uh, developing markets. Basically, we call it as catch-up technology uh, because hmm. America they started with desktops, mainframes, desktops, and then they went into uh, your mobile phones. But in India, I think most of the generation they skipped. Laptops or desktops, and they're directly jumped into the smartphone era because uh, the explosion of 4G, uh, Geo, and stuff like that. Most of them use uh, mobile phones more than the uh, laptops. So, if you're targeting Gen X, uh, I mean, uh, millennials and Gen X, I think it's a good way to start. And, uh, say, for example, mobile marketing. Where can it will be more helpful is through games as you can see if you're playing free versions of the games you'll get advertisements right and mm-hmm. you're targeting mostly on that and you're a consumer oriented uh, brand i think mobile marketing will be of great help to every brand yeah okay. so last but not the least it's the most important of all i think it's the most important of all analytics so any action you take, if you don't have a closed feedback loop, I mean, if you don't take feedback from the measure you have done, I think you're just wasting your money. So I think, uh, say for example, this uh, CR also, there's concept of A-B testing. Whatever you do, I think you should test and continually improve. That's how Netflix grew, because Netflix, they tried with their landing page. And then they thought uh, people may increase, You know, they can increase the subscriber by putting on uh, various titles they have that's the idea they had and hmm. this is the gut feeling you don't have a data for, to prove that and then they were thinking we can do that it will surely work so they thought of doing a b test and in a b test they found out that people were spending more time and searching what are the titles they have than to sign up so it ultimately defeats the aim of that landing page right so hmm. yeah everything in marketing nowadays should not be a gut feeling and it should be based on data and then you should continually improve by depending upon the data.
0: Okay. So, in my terms, I would call web analytics as the backbone all of digital marketing. Sure. Because when you start a campaign, mm. you get to know whether the campaign succeeds or not by looking at the data. Yeah. So, it's just a backbone of all of digital marketing. Absolutely. I would like to ask you this question, John. Okay. Uh. That's a thing like uh, which came first, yeah, egg or chicken. Yeah, similarly, in marketing, Mm -hmm. for which you would give preference, content or SEO? Because if you start content writing, you won't think about SEO. So, I would like to know your take on this.
1: Okay, this is a nice first thing because before in this call, only I had this uh, LinkedIn post. It said uh, it is from the father of seo he's uh, i don't forget i mean i don't remember his name exactly right now and then he said uh, good copywriters have seo in mind before writing copy so i think you don't you can't separate it because uh, if you're seo you're playing nice only with google that is absolutely fine but the content is published across various medium and google is not influencing all those mediums so hmm. I think the customer comes first, then the SEO comes next. Hmm. You should uh, have all this in mind before writing any content. So the customer insight comes first, then the SEO.
0: Okay. okay. Uh, these are some of the great points uh, which can be takeaway for all the digital marketers who are currently listening to this podcast. Yeah. So
1: uh,
0: I would love to know, since you have been in into- digital marketing profession for considerable amount of years, you may have faced this. Is it? Have you faced? Um, okay. At least a considerable amount.
1: Okay. During the first day of my MBA, I asked this question. What is more important in your job? Was the question asked to me by my professor. I said mm-hmm. work-life balance so he yeah. said uh, wait till you join the company you won't have any work-life balance unlike unlike uh, no, unless the work becomes your passion you won't feel like uh, it's a it's a job for you that's the problem with everyone in it right they don't like the job but as of right now i haven't faced any stressful things but then by, I also keep myself cool by playing games. You, you know, CSGO and stuff like that. I yeah. continuously play. And then I think digital marketing is somewhat of my passion area. So I don't feel that area to be stressful. But in work in general, maybe stressful a little bit. Okay. It's an
0: interesting perspective.
1: So uh, if there's a message that you want to give
0: out to all of the digital marketers who are currently listening to this podcast, what would be that message, John?
1: Okay. So I don't think I'm not like, I don't have much experience to give out a message or advice to someone, but right. what I'm seeing is that people are more and more focusing towards the tools. Hey, I have this tool, which achieves this. I have this tool for SEO. I have this tool for uh, content, whatever may be. But uh, there is a proverb a saying in English, uh, if you have, if all you have is a, a hammer, and everything you see will be a nail. So don't focus only on a tool. Tools will help you up to a certain extent. But say for example, tomorrow, Google changes their algorithm and the tool becomes redundant at some point of time. So focus on the customer first. Focus on Hmm. providing value to the customer. Whatever you do in marketing, customer value should be the ultimate goal. If you're providing value to the customers, uh, irrespective of the platform, irrespective of the tools you use, You will always succeed. That's the only message, I would say. Yeah,
0: Uh, that's a great message. Like what you said was actually a great message. Focus on your customer first, then everything will come to you. That's what you mean. Yeah. Thanks for being part of Amprix 20 Podcast. It's really an honor to have you in my podcast, John.
1: Thank you for inviting me, Thank you, John.
0: Thank you.